This podcast episode is brought to you by the Bass Parlor app. The Bass Parlor app is an app that connects music talent with other music talent. So now you can handpick your music team directly. You know, whether you're an artist, a producer, an audio engineer, an instrumentalist, or a songwriter, you can find other music talent that you want to work with, want to connect with, and want to create with. The Bass Parlor app is available on the App Store and the Google Play. You can take the time out, man, to talk with me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I was uh, I run a little bit late. I was actually uh, working on some music. I have a couple projects that I'm uh, trying to get done. I, uh, I'm pretty busy, so uh, I was trying to get that done real quick. You know what I mean? Um, That's a good thing, man. That's no problem at all. I know you. Uh, I saw in your post you got a single coming out soon, right? A new single. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out um, next Friday. Actually, next Friday. Um, it's called Dance D N C E. I'm okay. super excited about it, man. Um, I, I've been kind of like messing around with some different sounds and different styles. Um, been listening to a lot of like alternative R and B, and really trying to like I, I'm trying to come up with my own sound that's just like a, a really big mix of of all the things that I've been listening to, you know, and um, just come up with something that like no matter who you are, it doesn't matter if you like jazz, hip hop, pop music, R and B, whatever, you hear it and you'll be like, okay. I can respect that. I can enjoy it. And, you know, and that's really, um, you know, that's what I'm trying to create. And so this new, this, yeah, man, this yeah, like new song, I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I want to hear it, man. I want to hear it. Cause I, like me personally, I grew up listening to everything. I listened to yeah. like, 90s hip hop, 90s alternative, 70s soul, yeah. 70s rock, exactly. a little bit of everything. Yeah. Also to hear something that incorporates all that would be really tight, man. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Actually, and, and um, I'll go ahead and um, after this, man, I'll send you, um, I'll send you the song now yeah. so you can hear, be one of the first to hear it, man. But um, actually, the whole time I was writing this song, I had this like this picture, this image in my head of, like I couldn't get it exactly. You know when you try to describe a dream and you can't get, like get the details right. But in my head, I had like Alex Trebek. Uh-huh. I was thinking of like Alex Trebek old 70s style um um soul train like dance line um and just like at the very same time some really new school style stuff that's just what i had in my head the whole time trying to you know really mix it all together and um i think i did a high job of com- coming together and creating the the image that i was trying to with that yeah you know, but i definitely i definitely want to hear it man uh dan dance you said right yeah yeah dnce um I spelled it that way because uh, I was like making the artwork for this actually, um, and uh, because I, I usually whenever I make a song, I like to have control of like the whole process, you know. Um, I've, I've I've been doing this like myself for the longest time, and uh, I didn't really have money when I was you know younger, uh, especially when I started. I had no money to to make music, man. Um, do like literally the cheapest ways possible. And um, so I had to like teach myself how to make the, the album art and teach myself how to do the mixing and mastering and every part of it, you know, I had to teach myself. And so um, I do the artwork. And when I was uh, doing the artwork for this one, um, I wanted to go ahead and, and, and have it um, at the top of the um, like cover and it didn't fit right with the full word. So that's why I spelled it D-N-C-E. So there's no no real crazy like yeah, yeah. no real crazy story behind it. It's just it didn't look good on the album cover, so I changed yeah, the whole entire need. name for it. Yeah, that's all you need, man. That's, that's enough of a reason. That's enough of a reason. It's a cool spelling too. So stick with that, yeah. man. That's a cool spelling yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. How'd you, how'd you find out about the baseball app? 
Um, actually, I found out about it through my um, my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law is a, a music producer in uh, Washington D.C. His name is Nick Neighbors. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, awesome. okay, yeah. I know Nick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's my brother-in-law, and I saw he did like a you know an interview with you. I think yeah. also, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and through that, I was like, okay, cool. This is something that he's doing. So I'll go ahead and um, you know check out the app. I, I signed up for it, and I think it's awesome because like um, right now in this because of the way the world has changed, you know, everybody has to work together digitally and having a platform where you can go to where you're like, okay, I need other singers or um, you know, songwriters or whatever engineers where it's all there to find that it's just, it makes it, it it's, all, I mean, I'm able to go ahead and work with people who are 3000 miles away from me. Right. That's no problems, you know, man. and I love that's, it. That's, that's what we're going for too, man. Even like what you touched on too is being able to work with people of different genres. So if you want to have like, you want to find a guitar player, you want to find a flute player, whatever it is. Exactly. You're like, you know, I want to change it up. I just don't want to stick to the same genre. I really want to be kind yeah. of a meshing, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And um, I've been seeing like, I think genres, like there's a lot of them, but genres almost don't exist anymore. That's the kind of the irony. There's so many that there isn't any. You know, because everybody's trying to go and be like, you know, nobody, they start out at hip hop and then they go and make country songs or, you know, pop punk song or some other stuff, you know. Right. Actually, I, I got my start in music um, being in a rock band, man. Oh, yeah? When okay. I was in high school. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I started. Um, Are you a lead singer? I, played, I was the singer and the guitarist. Yeah. Um, so, like, my friend, I had played the guitar a little bit right. and actually quit playing the guitar because I was like, this is too hard. And um, my friends in high school, they're like, yo, we want to start a band. Uh, we had one practice with like five people and right. like everyone was terrible. And so like a lot of people, <laughs> and they quit. They were just like, no, we're not doing this. Um, but a couple of my friends still wanted to, you know, have a band. So um, I was like, hey, I kind of know how to play the guitar. Uh, I'll start learning. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I was like in a rock band for a while. And that kind of, you know, like I said, even from there, you know, it, it just really helped me. Um, change up my influence you know and but now just having so many crossovers it's awesome yeah. it's not you hear it. you hear it i listen to those two tracks that you have uh the elon and stay and the stay has yeah. like, like a guitar intro or guitar sound intro but yeah. yeah it was uh yeah, yeah. influences in other you know kinds of music but that's i mean that's yeah, what I, yeah. love. I love that kind of stuff you know yeah 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 man i so um i want to go ahead and ask you man how like I know it's supposed to be my my interview, but I love going ahead and go back and forth, man. I want to get to know, you know, like, um, you know, what was it exactly that made you like decide that you want to go ahead and put this app together? Because you know, uh, so I was throwing in, so I, I'm in DC now, right? And I was doing a lot of um, a lot of little showcases for musicians where they'll come out, and that's actually how I met your your brother-in-law, Nick. While I was throwing yeah. in these showcases where I had producers come out and, and artists come out, and they'll play the stuff that they're working on. You know, at first yeah. producers and then some artists start coming out and play stuff they're working on. And then I moved, I'm from Atlanta originally. So I moved to Atlanta and opened up a studio in Atlanta. And uh, it was like actually a shared workspace. We turned part of it into a studio, but it was mostly a shared workspace for musicians. And like once okay. I keep throwing the same showcases. But what I noticed at these showcases is, is when people got there, one of the biggest things is they'll just, they'll just feed off each other. 
and there was a lot yeah. of teams, a lot of groups that were formed just at their showcases because they, they didn't really yeah. know else to meet each other. So they come to the showcase, yeah, yeah, they'll show, and then I had these little uh competitions where you know I'll pair them up randomly and they'll come up with a brand new song from scratch. And those yeah. things are really good because it's like it's like you have an hour and a half to make a brand new song, you start from scratch with somebody you don't know, and so it's yeah. like you know, it was, it was just a good experience. And I was just thinking, like, what if you had what if people didn't have to wait, you know, once a month in order yeah. to like go to these different things and meet people, like a place where yeah. you can just meet someone instantly and be like, yo, let's, yeah. vibe. let's vibe, you know? So yeah, yeah. That, was, that was the whole inspiration for it. Oh, that's so cool. Yo, I, I love that idea. Um, like, especially the one hour to make a song. Yeah. It's so like, yeah. I, I do a lot of like little, um, video. this is how I practice for myself because, um, you know, I didn't really have a lot of time. Uh, so like I'll be on my way to work or something like that say, in the car and I would just turn on my phone and like record something like hear an instrumental and then just record and, and try to because I was like, I want to post something. Right. So I'll go ahead and make, I'll make something in five minutes and put it online real quick. And I think kind of like whenever you and they said is when you have to like make a song really quick, mm-hmm. you let it become like come natural. You know, what I mean, you don't get too into the details and like you just let yourself naturally make a song and it might not be good, but you know, what I mean, I, I kind of like the ideas behind just songs being natural. Um, you yeah, know, uh, that's, that's a good thing. Like, um, it takes away the th- the thought process. It's like closer to the core of who you are. You know, like even when like, exactly. I exactly, I used to produce, and some of the best stuff I had is well, I used to limit myself on purpose, right? So I used to say, okay, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna do a song. I'm gonna do it like in the key of D. I'm only gonna yeah. use these instruments. I like, yeah. I like, you say, I'm going to use these instruments doing a key of D. So I'm like, all the other options are stripped away. Now I got yeah. like, this is my palette and this is what I got to work with. And some of the best yeah. stuff came from when I just limited myself and I just like, I'm just going to do, you know, the, with this small array of, you know, this, this small selection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Man. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you, you in yeah. Berlin, you in, uh, in Germany right now? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I live in Germany now. Uh, actually, uh, so my wife, we met in college. We met in the university, and she's German. Uh, she's actually half German, half Sri Lankan. And so she, uh, we tried to kind of make things work in the U.S., but immigration was kind of really crazy, really hard. And I was wanting to move to Europe, and so she was like, "Hey, you want to, you know, go to Berlin? It's 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 a little bit different. It's easier for you if." If you are going to move to Germany, any German city, Berlin is the best city to move to if you don't know German, because there's just so many people here who speak English, you know, and uh, it's a super multicultural city. Um, and so she was like, hey, you know, let's move. And I said, like, OK, I wanted to change up the scenery. Uh, I lived in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, man, for like 20 I think like 25 years, oh, something like that. Okay. Yeah, okay. man. And, and so, um, this bird's bad yeah, right now. I see that. I see that. And uh, especially with art and food, yeah. they're, they're making a comeback. Um, but like, you know, in terms of like, you know, musically, there wasn't really a lot of opportunity there. Um, and, you know, um, if you're not in like medicine or finance, really, then also the opportunities to really get yourself anywhere there aren't that big. And I was like, I'd rather move to Europe. Yeah, it seems like a cool place to go and be. And this is right before Donald Trump ended up going ahead and uh, get president. So I was like, oh, the timing is perfect. Yeah, so, um, yeah I, I love it here, man. I love it here. How's the music scene? Yeah. Good music scene? Yeah, that's the thing. Um, it's interesting uh, being like an, um, 
an English speaking artist here in uh, Germany, especially music wise, because I feel like Germany has such a, um, especially Berlin has such a, like they have a really good hip hop and uh, like pop music culture scene going on here. And they're all very much German artists. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like other countries you might go to where the music scene isn't that good for them. So they are forced to listen to like English, American or UK artists or something like this. Um, and so, you know, trying to make a, a name for yourself here in Berlin is a little bit different. You know what I mean? Um, just because they listen to German uh, artists more often than not. Yeah. And they have their own sound. They have their own style. Um, it's cool. Now that I understand German, I, I'm, it's, it's cool. I, I, I can, I can vibe with it, you know? Um, but yeah, I, I would love to be able to find a way to really bring myself into uh, the, the German music scene. You know, it's, I've tried to, I know some German and I've tried to write some songs in German, man, but it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. I thought, tell me if I'm wrong, but it seems when I think of German music, I think heavy, like industrial, very EDM heavy. Is it, is that, is that um, pretty big out there? I think like uh, it's 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 part of the scene. They have a really good hip hop scene. So, okay. like hip hop wise, actually, there's a lot of like Turkish influenced hip hop. And like the, I would always say say the Turkish people here are, like it, are the black people of Germany. Yeah, and, you know, like in the United States, black people are the ones who have the music, the hip hop, the culture. But here in Germany, it's like Turkish people have the okay. hip hop, the culture, you know, and a lot of stuff like this. And so. Um, they do, it's like hard rap, hard rap, you know what I mean? Like, I would go in and say maybe like 2008, 2010 style hard rap that they have. But then their, their pop artists are pretty modern, though. The pop artists are pretty modern. And, um, but yeah, EDM, not so much. Not so much. Okay, okay. Yeah. So so going back, so, you know, you're out there in Germany. What's the, you know, you say you said it's kind of hard to, to break into the scene. Um how do you market yourself now? Do you try to do live shows? Like what's your, what's your process? Um, here, because, so uh, we, we're on lockdown right now, where I'm like, it's our second lockdown. So um, it's a little bit harder to, you know, do anything during the lockdown. But one of the really cool things I'll say, they say in Germany, about Europe in general and Germany, it's like, if you're an artist, you can go stand on any corner, street corner here and perform. People will stand and watch you play. They will, yeah, you, you have a guitar. You don't even have a good guitar. You want to stand outside and sing. People will go ahead and watch you sing. And um, so I would say it's not exactly hard to, like, get people to know you right. here, maybe, in the scene. But I think it's just for them to really continuously follow you just because the, the music that you make might not really be something that they'll listen to and be like, okay, it's cool, but... The, the language and some of this stuff, okay. um, but not everyone. I, I know a few people here, of course, that uh, you know like my music and you know. Um, but I think I've kind of marketed more towards English-speaking, you know, right. people anyway. That's just easier for me to do. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Like, take me, take me also through your process because, like I told you, I listened to a couple of your songs, and yeah. you know, they're they're both different. I like both of them, but they're, but yeah, they're you have a um you know, a process for, do you, do you know, you listen to a beat first and then you write around and you write and you try to, you know, find something that kind of matches the lyrics. What's your process of creating? Um, so, uh, actually recently, um, I think I've like narrowed down my sound a little bit. 
um, the reason why my songs are so different before is because I didn't really know what sound I wanted to make. Like I can write just about any type of song that you want. You need country song, you need an R&B song, you need a pop song, whatever it is, it's something that I can do. And um, I like to do it. So my process was nor is normally I'll hear an instrumental. Uh, I go online, find some beats or, you know, just drive around, listen to beats. And like, I listen, 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 listen. I'll listen to them on repeat for like, you know, hours until, you know, I feel something like popping in my head and I'm like, okay, you know, but one of the other parts though is before I really sit here and spend the time doing that. If I listen to a beat and it almost like instantly, I know in my head, this is a beat I want to write to. Like, you know, it's like something that you're like, you see a nice car and you're like, I have to have that. Yeah, That's kind of like how the immediate impact. Exactly. Immediately. I'm like, I, I have to do this. I know. And um, usually when that ends up happening, it really is like, um, it's a drive that I have. I can't, I can't shut it off. I'm like, I have to finish. I have to write to this. And um, so I think that's why for the longest time, I'm, I just had so many different styles because I, I just didn't want to like settle down and focus. I just let myself write to whatever, you know, instrumental I found was cool. You know, um, now I'm trying to really just like narrow it down. So um, it's harder, it's, it's harder to find um, a fan base, like a group of people when you have such diverse music. Right. And that's that's kind of like the thing because they might like one song, you know. They might like Elon. Elon's a pretty like it's a hip hop song, you know. It's a it's a it's a rap song. And I think that sometimes though, you know, the people who listen to rap might not want to listen to you know, Stay, mm. which is you know, a, it's a more pop song, more R and B pop type you know song that you have going on. But um, but really, I'll write on anything. Doesn't yeah. matter. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I listened to like another snippet you had. Uh... You were rapping. It was a tight flow too, man. You were rapping over. It was it, it, almost like a, like an Afro beat type sound too. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Um, I think this might be that you might have heard. Uh, might be from the new song coming up, Dance. Okay, I think it might, might be, be that one. That's a that's a tight. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, had like a uh, in the background, way in the background, it was like a girl singing or it's like like moaning or something. She was doing something in the background, like a, hmm. almost like a gypsy sound to it in the in the background. Okay, it might be. I have to go a bit. Wrong. It might be. I don't know, but this this what it sparked in my head. So anyway, it was a tight song though, man. It was it was yeah part of our type. But that's really cool. So who were your influences growing up? Um, you know, even before you got into music, who was some of the people you listened to that kind of sparked that that interest in becoming a musician? Um, so uh, my interest to be a musician um, has always been there because my dad was a musician. Oh, okay. So my dad uh, and I grew up in the church. My dad was also a pastor. Um, and so I grew up in the church, uh, just around music my whole life. And, um, you know, so I, I think maybe I just got exposed to music at such a young age through my dad. And then I listened to a lot of Christian music because my dad didn't live. He did not, as a pastor's kid, he was like, no, you don't listen to anything that's on the radio. It's just Christian, Christian, Christian music, you know? And, um, and so actually the first groups that I really got into um, were more like Christian pop groups. Like um, there was one called Plus One and they were like the Christian version of the Backstreet Boys or, or NSYNC. And um, I started like listening to that. Um, and then my mom bought me this little radio and I only could get Wish 99.7. 
was the only station that I could get on that radio. And um, so I started listening to this uh, Delilah at night and she had so many different types of songs. And I think this is where like my love of just different science types of music, because you know, you heard whatever, yeah, Shania Twain and then Luther Vandross. And then, you know, you might also go from there and here, I don't know, NSYNC or something, Boys to Men. Um, but, you know, my biggest influence, I, I would say, really into music were uh, Boys to Men, NSYNC, um, <laughs> and the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. That's all I can listen to. Right. And um, so, uh, yeah, I listened to that a lot, a lot, a lot. And, and then from there, um, I got to high school and I, I kind of got away from pop music because it wasn't cool. And um, then I started listening to actually a lot of rock music because of my friends, you know. Um, I was a skater in high school. I was kind of like the outcast. I wasn't the normal black kid. Because yeah? be, I'm, I'm African and where I grew up, like the black kids didn't like you if you're African. And then, you know, the white kids were like, some of them were okay with you. And so I fit into like a weird little group. And um, yeah, so then I listened to uh, a lot of rock music and Blink-182 was oh, yeah. actually like- Yeah, yeah they were, that's a good- Huge influence. Yeah, that's a good- Yeah, game. yeah, exactly. Um, they were a huge influence on me. And then um, I think the next one after that was like John Mayer. I really got into John Mayer music. And I think that's really when I really started to find my love for songwriting, like in, in general, just really understanding how to write a song. Cause yo, he can write a song. That's good. I gotta say that he can write a song. Yeah, he's a really good songwriter. If you uh, if you like John Mayer, check out this artist. He's actually from England named David Gray. He's probably the best songwriter ever. David ever. Gray? Yeah, David okay. Gray. If you like okay, John Mayer. Okay, for sure. Yeah, he's a whole nother like, He's the next, the next level above John Mayer as far as uh, songwriting. Just check us, check his stuff out. Okay, like it, okay, yeah. I'm definitely, I, I, I definitely have to check that out. I, I'd love to hear. If there's somebody who like this, you say is better than John Mayer writing songs, I'm definitely gonna check it out. John Mayer's the beast. Awesome. I'm gonna take another way from him. Yeah. He's a beast. But yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah. Now that's tight though, man. That's, that's good that you have a, you know, a wide range of influences. You know, from pop, yeah, yeah. rock, you know, hip hop, a little bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I try not to, you know, um, let myself get like, you know, into um, what is it? it? I don't know, pushed into a corner, and because like, you know, I just want to be creative. That's for me. It's music is. It's like a lot of people do music because they want to be famous and things like this, and that's how I started out for sure doing it. But um, I tried to quit making music because I was like, <laughs> I don't have time to do this. You know, it's it's really it's tough sometimes, you know what I mean? Yeah. You put a lot of effort into something, nobody listens to it, or, you know, you put it out there and people are like, oh, this is trash, you suck, you know? Um, but it's something that I've come to realize that I can't shut off, you know what I mean? I just, yep. It's, yep. yeah, I, I love making music for just making music, so. Yeah, absolutely, and that's, that's the main thing. Like, I forgot who said it was something like, and this is not a perfect quote, but basically, uh, you're an artist because, you can't turn it off basically like yes that's who you are you know i yeah. forget how the quote goes but basically it's saying i'm not an artist because i want to be an artist I'm, I'm an artist because that's who i am you know i can't exactly yeah exactly i tried i tried man and no matter what i did done i end up coming back and you know i hear a beat or an instrumental and i'm like yo i have to i have to write something on this 30 seconds it doesn't even matter if it's like 15 or 30 second clip you know that i yeah. go ahead and put it up because i just have to write this stuff when i hear it, so 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Last question, man. They'll let you go is uh, think back of, you know, when you first started recording into now, what's what's the, yeah. big, you know, one or two lessons you've learned from that beginning stage that you were to where you're at now? Oh, man, uh, that's a long that's a long time. Man. I've been writing music for a long time. And um, the biggest thing I think I, I could have learned and it literally just learned it this year is um, to not try to be so perfect. You know, um, I would try to perfect everything and that would make things worse. Because there's a lot of time, you know, I think music, we think to ourselves, like, okay, whenever I record it, I have to record this 100%. It has to be like, boom, 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 boom. But there's a part of the writing music process that um, requires us to just be like who we are. And, and then whenever you make mistakes, sometimes with a, a little bit of a note here or something in your voice, um, it adds like a personality and a flavor to whatever it is that you're, you're writing, you know, and um, not trying to be perfect has made songwriting so much easier for me because I, I sit here and say, okay, you know what I mean? I've done this good. I know I did this good. I'll never get it as perfect as I want it to be, you know, but um, if it's good, people, people will like your music for, you know, what you're, what you're offering, you know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, I tried to create like a big masterpiece artwork that people can look at. And, and I mean, those big masterpieces that people you see sitting in, uh, you know, museums, if you were to look at them, I guarantee you there's some mistakes in them, but nobody cares because they see the big picture and they're like, yo, this is amazing. And so, um, you know, I, I would give advice to anybody who's starting out, you know, just, just enjoy the process, really. Don't worry about being too perfect. You do it, and as you do it and you do it, you get better, and you will naturally get yourself to the place that you need to be, you know? And yeah. that's that's yeah. how I personally feel. No, no, that's yeah. great advice. That's great advice. Easy to listen to the music that I love. When I, I kind of like when I hear a small mistake. If I hear someone mess up on a, on a guitar part, something like that, not not all way over the top messing up, but you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, I can, you, you can't, you feel like you, yeah. yeah, I see that, but so, I see what you're saying too. And it can be overwhelming if you try to perfect everything. You're like, I'll exactly. never get to that point, you know? So you never release exactly. it because you're just like nothing. Exactly. Ever... Right. Exactly. Exactly. I have hundreds of songs sitting around, man, that I never released because I was like, no, I got to get this perfect, perfect, perfect. And, you know, you might not be able to. Yeah. And then one other thing I will say, I saw Cool Quota online, though, about not finishing songs. And that's just not to say you shouldn't finish songs, but somebody said, um, a lot of times, if you don't finish songs, it's maybe because you yourself know that it's not at the point, it's not at this place that it needs to be, or you yourself as a songwriter aren't at the place that you need to be to, to put these things out. So, you know, I think just writing, it's practice, you know, um, you know, there's a lot of goals people score in practice and they don't count. And, you know, writing these songs is also like scoring those goals. They help you out to when it matters, you know, and so... Whenever you really got something that's good, I think you know. You know when you've got something good, and then you put it out. Emmanuel, I appreciate it, man. Once again, everybody, this is uh, a singer, songwriter, rapper, this all-around artist, Berlin-based. Uh, Emmanuel, what's going on? Emmanuel, I appreciate man joining us today. Hey, man, I really appreciate it. Thanks so much, Madero, again. Um, I love your app. 
it's awesome. I'll tell anybody that I can to go ahead and uh, uh, make sure they download it. And um, I'm going to do another shameless plug. Next Friday, my new single, Dance, is coming out. Please make sure uh, you can go check uh, my Instagram. There's a link. You can pre-save it, and um, it'll be on Spotify everywhere else. So thank you again, man. I appreciate it.